Dudes to Dads, brought to you by Dad University, is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads. Again. Again. How are you, uh, Mr. Allen Bush? I'm doing well, thanks. How about yourself? Good. Yeah. Actually, yeah, no, it's not, that's not a BS answer. Good. Doing okay. Uh, feeling good. <laughs> Had a good uh, weekend. Lots of energy. Feeling really good. Good. Um, yeah. It was good weekend yeah. and ready to have a pretty powerful week. So. Right on. Yeah, same here. As we approach the holidays. Oh, yeah, we're getting closer and closer. I know. Yeah. I know. Um, today's topic, episode 145, uh, raising resilient kids. Mm. Um, we're going to give some tips, 10 tips to, to build resiliency. There's a lot... Uh, you know, we're recording this almost as we put it live. Yeah. Our, and uh, we're also doing Facebook Live for anybody who joins us there. Yeah. Um, we're testing that out for the first time. Right. Um, there's a lot right this second in the news about bullying. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's been out. around for a while, but now it just happened you know, yeah. today and more and, and such. And so, uh, you know, one of the topics that came to me was about resiliency. And it's like, you know, you can't teach... Um, other kids too much, you know, as yeah. a parent, you can't, you can't uh, affect other parents as much as you'd like. You can't sure. teach the other kids that, you know, might be acting something, but what you can do is, um, you know, teach your kids, obviously respect and, mm-hmm. and all those things, but also teaching them resiliency and how to um, kind of you know, say the word be tougher. But well, uh, stronger bit, yeah. and yeah. Um, less prone to being affected by things. Yeah, it's kind of like deflecting it in a different, you know. Way. Yeah, and it's not just bullying. I mean, yeah. it's, there's physical resiliency, there's mental sure. resiliency, you know, there's all kinds of different yeah. resiliency. Yeah. So we're going to go over a, a, a couple of ways that, you know, us as parents can help do that. And I think dads, especially, uh, really like the idea of having resilient children, you know, <laughs> right. just from a, a, an ego and masculine standpoint. Sure. Um, whether it's a boy or a girl, it's like, you know, we want them to be able to handle things. Yeah. Um, and they're going to learn sooner or later that right. sometimes the world isn't fair or isn't nice. Totally. So, totally. Know, so it's funny. My wife and I had joked a long time ago and, and uh, up to recent, but when they're really little about keeping our kids in a bubble, you know, <laughs> right. like we, I, like you just, you don't want anything to happen to them. Of course not. You know, they're these wrap little them in plastic wrapping. Yeah. <laughs> you just keep them in a little bubble the whole time. Yeah. And so, you know, the reality is though, teaching resiliency, it just allows them uh, to, to, like I said, be strong and also prepare for the future. Sure. You know, it's a, it's a big deal. Yeah. And so, you know, there's life's up and downs, everything. I mean, I think it's, you know, we, we talked about it. it's bullying, stress, um, just kind of helping them navigate through life. Maybe a little bit easier mm-hmm. is the word. I don't know if it's easier. Um, just better prepared. Yeah, we're all going to face tough situations, sure. um, tragedy, trauma, et cetera. So, you know, building resiliency as the parent doesn't always mean like just leaving them and, you know, lending them, letting them <laughs> fend for <laughs> themselves. On your own. Yeah. I mean, some of that kick them out of the nest, right? Um, but having a loving relationship and being there just to be supportive and those kinds of things are really still strong and sure. important, you yeah. know, in building that resiliency. So, but there's definitely things that we can do to help them build that muscle, you mm-hmm. know. And I call it a muscle because it doesn't happen overnight. Yep. You know, it is something that takes a lot of time. Yeah. So 
I, you know, in reading a lot of this, you know, I, I'm noticing two schools are starting to teach it. You know, they recognizing that it's an important, um, important, call it a skill sure. or uh, element. Um, and so, you know, schools are teaching it. They're helping them understand how to manage stress and, and providing life skills. So what I wanted to do is go over a couple of tips that I think um, help build resiliency in children. Okay. okay. So the first one is let them make mistakes. Yeah. Um, you know, we talk about natural consequences, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and this, this, there's a lot of things that are covered here. I mean, this is anything from like not finishing, uh, their homework, right. You know, to missing a, a practice in sports and then they get benched as a result of that, you know, yeah, and, yeah. but like allowing them to make the mistake and deal with it. Yeah. You know, rather than always trying to cover up for them or make up for them, um, you know, even like a child's doing something in school or, you know, and, and as parents, we we make excuses or we and here's the thing I want to preface. Our intention is typically really good. Yes. You know, our intention is we love our child. We want to support them, but we don't allow them to make mistakes. You know? Right. Yeah. Because you want to shield them from all that pain. Well, we want them to be perfect and we don't want them to. Yeah. We don't, shielding the pain. Exactly. Yeah. So I think, you know, allowing them to make mistakes is mm-hmm. an important thing. Yep. And they can learn from that. You know, and they're and they start off with little mistakes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, they get bigger. The, and hey, bigger I mistakes. severed my arm mistake. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, and kind of along that lines is the next one. Let them problem solve. Mm-hmm. So we as and I'll get in if there's a whole bunch of kind of related to this, but you know, we as parent, as parents often will try to solve their problems and mm-hmm. us as males try to solve everybody's problems. Sure. So we try to solve our significant other as yeah. well as our coworkers and everybody else. Um, but trying to solve everybody's problems, is not going to let them grow. It's not going to let them build that resiliency muscle. So, you know, things like asking them a question, Instead of providing the option or the answer, you know, um, so I mean, and these can be really, really simple things. It's like, you know, instead of saying, hey, get upstairs and go shower, it's, hey, what do we do after dinner? Right. You know, yeah, that, yeah. Th- that's even just them thinking about it themselves. Sure. It's asking the question and allowing them to come up with the answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're, And sometimes we're surprised at, you know. They're, they really come up with some good answers, <laughs> even you know at a really young age. Yeah. They still you know can problem solve. Oh, it's so interesting I, too because I think they uh, they, they kind of put it in their mind that they thought of it. Totally, <laughs> you know, it's kind of a little like psychology. Yeah, you're building thing. confidence too. Yeah, yeah. You're definitely building confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, the third thing: don't always accommodate. So again, our intention is typically pretty good, but the end result of accommodating a child can mm. be just. Taxing. Right. Uh, give you some examples. Uh, they no longer or they won't sleep on their own because mm. you're allowing them in the bed and or near the floor, you know, whatever. And they have sleep issues. Yeah. Um, they don't look at you when they talk to you. You know, their confidence levels like they're looking down or something. You know, because right. they just or they're, they're fearful of situations. Mm. So all of those are signs of a lack of resiliency, mm. if you will. Now. That can be changed and it can be, you know, they can grow and especially when they're really young. But these are things that we do as parents to make it easier yeah. for them. Right, right. And we do it out of love. Sure. But it's not helping. You know? <laughs> right. Um, you know, oh, let me make four different meals for dinner. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. It's not, you know, that's not that's the answer. The meal. But we accommodate, and oftentimes that's what parents do because right. they love their child. They right. don't think of it as a negative. They're thinking that they're helping. Sure. So don't accommodate. 
all the time. I mean, sure. once in a while. So okay. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, number four, allow risk. So eliminating all risk is bad. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's, and, and that can be from, you know, climbing on a tree to, you know, doing some other, uh, behavior, you know, throwing rocks, you know I mean? Who knows? There's 50 dangerous things that kids can do. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. You let the them early do episode. It. We did, you know, let it, let them do it. Let them well, like, do you it. You know, riding bit. bikes and doing jumps and stuff. Like I remember as a kid, you know, maybe like I seven, got hurt a lot eight years old. Yeah. <laughs> I've fallen down. I think a they few knew times. me at the ER on a first name basis. <laughs> I don't think I hurt myself that badly, but I did skin my knee a few times and bump, you know, oh, I remember slamming my face against this wooden thing. Oh. Just like, ah, oh, just like almost like broke a thing. And look, I didn't break anything, but right. But yeah, you just got to let them take a risk, you know? Yeah, it's allowing allowing that risk is really important. Yeah. Um, and so the next one, teach them emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you're aware and understanding emotions, it helps you cope with things better. Yeah. You know, when you know what anger is and how it works and how what is that feeling and such, um, you typically then have a better uh, ability to manage that emotion. Right. You know, just by knowing it and by doing that. Yeah. So, that's an important one. Um, another one, practice mindfulness, you know, mm-hmm. and that comes up too. So meditation as an example, there's other kinds of mindfulnesses, but that's one. Um, it's a great way of strengthening your mind and mm-hmm. teaching yourself or your children uh, calming mechanisms, you know, right. to reduce stress. And that reduction, that ability to reduce the stress, the ability to calm yourself, kind of like the emotional intelligence is a form of resiliency. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's understanding what the situation is and adapting to that situation. Yeah. You know, um, and being able to do that. So we talk about a lot from, you know, mental or even physical capacity, but really that that ability to understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I personally, I think meditation, especially for kids, can, can really add to that. Do you find you kids know? can do that? Guided, guided meditation. Guided meditation. Yeah, guided okay. meditation is great. Actually, yeah, my kids started uh, on their own. I mean, I had introduced it to them, but they love it at mm-hmm. night, especially when they're falling asleep, and they fall asleep great. Oh, good. Because um, they kind of make it like story-oriented yeah. or, um, you know, but it's it's a relaxation technique, and they might say, you know, different parts of the body that they're concentrating on and stuff. Yeah. They love it. You yeah. know, they really do. They really enjoy it. I like that story. <laughs> Does it integrate it with, like, Dr. Seuss, like Green Eggs and Ham? <laughs> Focus on the ham. Yeah, they could. Yeah, that might, hey, that's that's not a bad idea. <laughs> we should try. Uh, patent pending. What's, what's the dot com for that? <laughs> um, storybook meditations. meditations. Guided yeah. meditations. That's a really good idea. Although there might be some sort of. Uh, uh, this probably should have copyright related <laughs> copyright to infringements. Yeah, yeah, don't jump on this too easily. Yeah. Um, so the, the other one exercise. So as we talk about mindfulness, um, exercise is really the physical resiliency, you know, making yourself strong and powerful. Um, you know, it's funny uh, watching a group of kids play like at sports. Yeah. You really can see who's physical, who's physically resilient at that age in comparison to some of the others, you know, like a ball comes at a kid and like hits them and, yeah, doesn't know what to do with it. And like, you know, he's kind of hurt from the ball and, you know, like versus another kid is just going after it, diving, you know, and it's that 
it's just interesting, the dynamics. And yeah. granted, it probably evens out a little bit more. But even as adults, I mean, there's different levels of that resiliency. I mean, yeah. you take, I mean, to its purest form, you know, you take someone who's like a, say, a pro fighter or something and that ability you know, the, the, whether it's the skin or the muscles or whatever, to be able to take an impact, mm-hmm. you know, that that's that physical resiliency or, or a professional athlete, a football player. So, I mean, the ability to take those hits yeah. is, is amazing, but that's over. I mean, it takes so long to be able to do that. Yeah, for sure. You know? I remember being um, as a kid, just kind of speaking on my you know behalf, I uh, wasn't super athletic. I mean, I ran pretty fast, mm-hmm. but I was a fairly strong kid. Like I, I kind of did a lot of stuff when I was young that kind of built up my strength. So right. I, I never really got in a lot of fights, but I could toss kids around if I needed to. It was kind of <laughs> strange because I was kind of small, but I was a lot stronger than that way I looked. So when kids would like kind of play wrestle with me, I'm like kind of overpowering. Right, them. They're right. like, oh, like maybe I shouldn't mess with this kid. Right. So that's you know, even just having that ability to you know, kind of just toughen you up. Built your confidence a little bit. Yeah, and that absolutely yeah. built my confidence right. for sure. No, it's true. And, and the physical resiliency, I mean, that comes in handy in so many ways. Yeah. Know, just, um, yeah. you know, throughout your life of just being strong and uh, being able to handle yourself in a physical mm-hmm. manner. Yeah. You know, it, it really can be important. So for that's sure. an important thing as a parent to teach that. And that can be through exercise exercise, you know, just strengthening, simply just strengthening your muscle, mm-hmm. um, you know, can do that. So another one, um, introduce them to new experiences. Mm-hmm. So, you know, get them out of their comfort zone, you know, and that can be all kinds of experiences from like different foods, cultures, uh, locations. I mean, there's all kinds of things of just doing different things. And yeah. oftentimes, you know, kids who um, they who have that ability can adapt to things a little bit easier, mm-hmm. you know, because they've experienced different things yeah. versus like a child who only does this, only goes to this place, only, do, you know, they're kind of they're not building up much resiliency right. or, or much muscles at all. For right, that. right. So I think that that's an important one also. Um, and then also, you know, when you build when you get outside your comfort zone and then you conquer it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of it, it. It builds those little blocks, right. you know, each time. So that's that's a good one. Um, uh, another one: be sure they have responsibilities at home. So the idea of, um, and this can kind of translate to just work ethic. You know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, kind of sure. um, giving them, you know, cleaning, washing. Um, participating in the food preparation, Mm -hmm. making things for themselves, all those kinds of things helps build up that resiliency, confidence. We can call it whatever we want. Yeah. Um, That's another one too. And and, and oftentimes, you know, parents do everything for their kids. Uh, Same thing. They do it out of love. Yeah. Without realizing that they're really hindering, you know, the, the kid is five years old. They're capable of throwing their, you know, clothes in the hamper. Right. It's right. not something that they should, you know, rely on their parents for. Yeah. You know, for sure. Um, although we just got a cool basketball hoop hamper. Oh, sweet. It's awesome. You gamify it. It's even <laughs> yeah. better. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool. Hopefully it works. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the last one, um, and this is a good teaching mechanism, just connecting with characters. Mm-hmm. And what that means is like from books to movies, Um, You know, biographies are often good uh, where there's examples of people who faced adversity or trauma. You know, I mean, almost every movie has this. Every fairy tale has this. Sure. sure. You know, somebody who faced some kind of adversity, overcame it Mm -hmm. and then, you know, came up on top. And how do they handle it? Yeah. 
so, you know, and that can be anything that you find that is a good story. Um, you know, that can be something that, that can really help them identify with that and say, Oh, the person overcame it or, you know, did that. So those are just some tips. I, I, I think, like I said, the climate of bullying, um, talks a lot about, you know, how wrong it is. And it is, um, I, you know, I'd love to get on the topic and I was looking at that of, you know, how it's the parent's fault. (laughs) <laughs> right. You know, when a child bullies, it's ultimately the parent fault, you know, especially sure. young children who are bullying. Yeah. Um, even if they're older, the parent and yeah, at a young age. Raised. Yeah, exactly. Um, but making sure, you know, you can't kind of the, the gist of it all is you can't control other people. Mm-hmm. Um, we can control ourselves. Um, you know, you can't control what somebody else says or does. Mm-hmm. But you can control your response to it. Yeah. And I think it's ultimately a choice on how we let things affect us. Mm -hmm. And I think resiliency gives us more options. Yeah. I kind of like that saying. It's, you know, resiliency doesn't solve everything, but it certainly gives us a lot more options on how things can affect us. Right. We have then the decision or a greater control over the decision of like, is that really going to bother me or not? Yeah, right. Exactly. Now you react to it. Right. If someone's picking on you or something or you make it funny or whatever, like I, I was, you know, my last name is Bush, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, I got teased all the time in school for that. And, you know, and it wasn't like after a while, you just get used to it for one. And for two, you just kind of go, whatever, you know, right. like you just or you make fun of it yourself and you just kind of develop a different reflex to, to rather than just feeling hurt and upset all the time. Yeah, I think a, a big one that I'm I mean, I, I, I feel like I focus on this a lot is my children are trying to teach them to not be affected by other people. Yeah. It's not easy. No, it's not. And I've had just a situation this past weekend and, you know, where um, I kind of I tried to say that and I was um, no dad. It still hurts my feelings. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. um, And and so but, you know, just keep with it. Yeah. You know that, hey, you know, if somebody is also if somebody is bullying or somebody else is doing that or lashing out, there's probably something going on with them Mm. and it's not you. Right. You know, and kind of saying that over and over and over and over again. Like even when I get mad, Mm -hmm. that's ultimately not them. Mm -hmm. Like my children. And and I've said that where, you know, there's situations where I've gotten upset and then come back to it and say, listen, I want you to understand because I'm just aware like that was not you. Yeah. Like you not doing that did not warrant me getting that upset. Right. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Um, So being mindful of that to realize like, Hey, it's not my fault. Like other people getting mad Mm -hmm. and other people lashing out and other people bullying has, is not my, that's not me. Right. You know, that I'm taking it personally. So that's just something that I'm trying over and over and over again to instill. And and it's difficult. It It is is. difficult. I actually, uh, I just literally said this to a friend of mine today um, via text saying like, don't let uh, people, well, don't put your self worth uh, in the hands of somebody who's willing to tear down others. And then I just, it's I mean, good because it's really exactly what can was I happening. Tweet that you can tweet that. And as long as you quote me on it with a little dash <laughs> at, at Alan, Alan H. Bush at Twitter. Um, no, that's cool. So if people have any other tips for resiliency or comments on this, uh, what should they do? Alan? They should email us podcast at deuce We have plenty of social media channels at deuce on Twitter. 
DudesToDads.com and Facebook. And then please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, whatever you got, and go to Deuce to Dads. And also YouTube. YouTube has a variety of videos, not just uh, at, this is at Dad University and Deuce to Dads. Uh, not just Deuce to Dads there, but also the Dad University videos uh, will provide some great tips for all you dads out there. That was good. Good. That's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. It just keeps adding. Like, there's yeah. more and more. We got this and this and this. We have 46 different Carrier ways to contact pigeon. us. Um, but yeah, no, so appreciate that. Uh, as always, Alan, thank you. Thank you. And uh, we will see you next time. See you next time.